Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Gateful Gateway podcast. I'm Damo. My podcast is all about chatting to people, friends that are in the music business, that have done things in music, that have produced and been in bands, maybe DJ'd a little bit, and just people that have got some interesting things to tell. So I'm joined by a guest today who I met last summer, or this summer, this summer, it's actually this year, isn't it? Because uh, we're in the winter. And uh, yeah, so you would have definitely heard me talking about a festival called Camper Calling, which I have had the pleasure of doing a few times now. I've fallen in love with it. I really have. It's so close to home. And this year, um, I got paired against a propaganda DJ who I'd never met, didn't really know anything about her. Um, and just like everybody else that I meet, because I'm super fun, um, we hit it off pretty much straight away. And we had the best three days playing to a couple of thousand people um, at Headphone Disco. So my guest today has so much cool stuff to tell you about that she's doing right now. So please welcome Louise Schofield. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm good and not too bad, thank you. How are you doing? I'm great. So we're just out of the summer officially now. It's like November and uh, getting into the colder months. So we obviously met this year when the weather was absolutely ridiculously good um, at a festival. And I remember I'm always a little bit like nervous about how things are going to go with a dj that i've never met before but and you also had never done a silent disco before it was literally my first silent disco and like i'd i'd knew the basics of it and kind of how it went but i was like it's quite scary because like although when you're djing anyway everyone's kind of in your hands but like they're literally you've got to keep them on your channel and it, it yeah it was good but like once we got into the first day i was like yeah i love this it's so fun and this we obviously were playing on do two different channels if people haven't been to a sound disco then they're crazy but yeah, the idea is two djs kind of not against each other but against each other to try and keep everybody interested in the music and i was kind of like doing a bit more alternative stuff and you were playing like such a cool mix of like i don't know indie and 80s and 90s and just soul and loads of cool stuff how did you find your um camper calling experience you know what i really enjoyed it it was so fun because like i had i'd heard really good things about the festival as well and everyone was saying it's so lovely like you know the fact that, that the silent disco is in a little wooded area as well was just like so cool um and everyone there was just so friendly and i think like like it is yeah when when like i was saying you know you could be against against the dj you're like oh what's it gonna be like but like <laughs> i think like as soon as we arrived i was like hi and you were like hi and it was just like straight away and i think and you were such a help demo you know because you were like you know on the first day like you made me feel like really relaxed and like you know like this is what you got to do just like it's just good fun like you know we're just gonna have a bit of banter and um like you know and you you being such a king on the mic as well <laughs> literally literally you're so calm good down, the crowd. Calm literally. Down. <laughs> i was like this guy he's gonna take my job um but yeah so yeah it was just such a good experience yeah and it was great because i think like we'll we'll talk a little bit about what you're up to at the moment but you're very engaging as well and it was it was kind of cool to go go against the dj who's is, in, is really engaging with the crowd you can oh, call-ins about like 
making sure the kids are having a good time and then the parents are having a good time also we're like on stage drinking and trying to keep ourselves going for six hours every night so um that's that's really what you're about as well isn't it all that engagement and making sure people are having the best time absolutely like I think especially my presenting if, if, if any of you ever see me present before or do any interviews with any bands or anything like that it's, it's always very fun uh, and I like to make things really fun um, I like to make people laugh like it's a big part of my personality to kind of make people laugh and I just like to make people feel happy and comfortable around stuff um, so yeah so I think like giving that a go and you know see I think you see the joy on people's faces though with that because you're literally looking at them and they're like play this song aren't they and you're just like maybe maybe <laughs> if I can <laughs> we'll see some of them are not not child friendly like I think um Slim Shady was one of my suggestions and I was like I don't even think there's a clean version of that track so I don't know if I can play that and he was literally like this boy was like nine years old I was like oh dear <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh like I said, for those that have never been to Camper Calling, it's August bank holiday, so, but it's as far and away removed from Reading Festival as you can imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. And you have that to keep true. all the like lyrics on the songs like clean. But yeah. I guess as the night went on, we were kind of just vibing with it and it was it got it was okay. I think I find it a really easy place to kind of go and play and express yourself a little bit. Definitely, yeah. I think um I think it was a nice mix as well because you have obviously people that come with their families and then like the kids sometimes go off and then you've got like more of the teenage crowd who are a little bit like, you know, ready for a little party. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm having me party at a festival vibes and I had a drum and drum and bass moment as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, it gets it got pretty heavy to like in parts of it. So that was Look, good. You had all the stuff going, you had congas going on. Indeed. There was all, all sorts going on when you were there. So, you know smashed it <laughs> smashed it love it um so that's sign discos that's a bit about djing but let's talk a little bit about what your instagram is all about right now because you're very social media friendly which is like something i've never been able to do um but you've just started up something so cool um so can you just tell us a little bit about that yeah, so, um, I mean, that's a really nice compliment because I just think I'm rubbish at social media. Like, I look at other people and think, you're so good at social media. Like, because I, I, I um, yeah, I, say, I always find it like, oh, how do I be cool on social media? Um, but, uh, yeah, so I've started a brand new music show called Spill the Sound. And um, basically what it is, it is um, a show where I interview a band, well, a member of a band in a bathtub full of balls. Um, and we just have a really fun <laughs> chat bizarre it sounds mad it sounds like an only fans it's not um it yeah so we we they're like in a in a tin bath and there's like these plastic balls and we do the interview like that i'm not sat in the balls but i do my intro and stuff in the balls um and then they also play like live sessions so they do three live tracks and then there's an interview so it's cut like a tv show um so we film it like a proper tv show um bit like if you remember like t4 mm-hmm. and like those kind of shows like mtv like doing like new when they used to do music shows um, so I have a little intro, there's a title sequence, then we start the interview, then it goes into a session, then we go back to the interview, session, interview. Um, and yeah, we piloted it earlier this year and it, and it just got such a good response. Um, we did like four bands earlier this year and the bands loved it. They they really got on board with it. It was like, they hadn't really done anything like this before. And I think there's a big call out for music telly. Like I keep hearing yeah. and like, where's music telly gone? Where's... And I'm like, I'll, I'm trying. I'm trying to bring it back. sounds like a, a fun version of Jules Holland 
Yeah, um, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, it's basically like Jules Holland, but they're in a bathtub. But I like Jules Holland, just for the record. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. Jules Holland yeah. created Classic. great. It's great TV, but I think you're right. Like a little refreshing sort of. And and what are the sort of bands that you go after? Like, who have you spoken to? So we've had kind of like a. It's mainly I'd say the one band on the show so far is mainly sort of um, alternative rock and indie. Um, but I'm looking to get some more sort of like post-punk bands on the show. I'd love to get some heavier stuff on the show. Um, I mean, we've had like, we've had some great, the bands we've had are absolutely, absolutely wicked. Like we've been, you know, so treated and, um, we've got bands that we're talking to at the moment, which we're going to be shooting next year. So we've, we've shot three bands, um, this year and we're just going to bring it out for the rest of the year. So it should be coming out actually very soon. So when this comes out, the probably episode will be out and you can watch it on YouTube. Um, oh, it's called Spill the Sound. Um, and you can watch previous episodes as well. Um, but yeah, so it should be coming out very soon. And then we're going to go into next year and we're going to really push it next year. I mean, the plan with it, we'd love to pitch it to broadcasters and, you know, look to maybe get it on a platform, you know, whether that be a, a TV broadcaster or maybe like an online broadcaster other than YouTube. So um, there's definitely a lot of plans for it. And we've got a lot of irons in the fire. It's just kind of like executing it really, but we're dead happy with the show. Yeah, that sounds I think also like I've spoken to a few guests before about like the since like the dreaded L word, like the resurgence of like so many good bands that are like kind of coming back into the scene. But yeah. there's like they're being they're inspiring like a lot of new bands now. And I guess those are the kind of bands that need some promotion. And those would be the sort of bands that you may go after, like newer bands. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. We we want we kind of like go for the bands that are doing really big, like get on the cusp of doing big things. Because I think it's just that extra push, that extra promotion, um, and they just you know they absolutely own it. And I I think like you know creatively we can play around with it, and and then they get a product as well that they can share. Yeah, you know, and they've got everything. But yeah, it's definitely all about helping new music, and it's getting new music on the radar, but in a more fun way. You know, just doing something a little bit outside of the box slightly, and just getting people, but. To Manchester and we film a show so it's, it's, it's good fun it's a good vibe in the day as well we yeah, all have yeah. a good fun <laughs> um and just quickly one more thing on that it's like how did you what have you done previously that's kind of managed to get you spotted for that sort of role so I have been presenting really technically like as professionally the past sort of four or five years um but I started when I was 18 and I had a music blog when I was 18 um I was based in Cardiff at the time and I was like you know what I want to write a music blog I love music I'm just going to write a music blog so I went down to like every gig you can imagine like I was like there were the, the venues in Cardiff were brilliant I mean a few of them are closed down now which is such a shame but um there's some absolutely brilliant venues in Cardiff and the music scene in Cardiff has always been really cool there's like there's a good alternative scene there's a really cool like indie scene um and I just kind of got immersed in that and I just interviewed loads of bands and then I had a radio show on my local radio station and started to get bands on there um so I was writing about bands I was interviewing bands on my radio show and then I started to take a camera to the interviews when I was going down and there was nobody at the time doing it so I was the only person like they'd know me like they'd be like Louise is coming down today she's coming down to the venue and like you said oh it's Louise let her in yeah she's fine <laughs> um and like you know I'd get I'd, I'd have that I'd have the backstage to myself and you know and it, it was great so um yeah so it kind of started off there and then I got I actually got scouted by the BBC then because I applied I did some like I kept applying and I was like oh you know, can I do some interviews for you? Because they had a project which was really cool and they still have it called BBC Horizons, which 
supports new music coming out of Wales. And I got involved with that and started to do some roving reporting. And I was just building up this portfolio, just like by accident, really. And then I was like, oh, actually, this is really cool. And, and then I got, I remember getting booked for my first gig and someone was like, oh, we're going to pay you for this though. And I was like, what? You're going to what now? And I was <laughs> like, sick. And when I got my first paid job, which was at, um, it was a festival called Mirtha Rising. And uh, I think I was probably about 20. And uh I just like was interviewing all the bands for them and stuff. And um, they were like, yeah, yeah, you'll be our presenter and we'll pay you. And this is what you're going to get. And I was like, great. And it was sick. And that was the first time I got paid. But someone um, needs to do it. Someone needs it. to, someone needs Literally. to be that, that, that face and that voice for a music channel or a uh, yeah. YouTube channel. Somebody needs to be that person. And a lot of, I get a lot asked a lot of advice, like, you know, from people saying, I really want to be a presenter. I really want to do what you do. And, you know, and, and there are some people that are doing what I did when I was younger and they're going down to festivals and they're interviewing bands and they're, you know, they're filming it and they're putting on the YouTube. And I'm like, yes, that's the way. If you mm -hmm. want to get it, you that's the way to keep going with it. Because like, I, I've interviewed over like 400 bands at festivals and gigs just from like, from 18 to, to 28 now so you know it's just that kind of gap and I just went down to festivals and stuff and it is you know you can you can do stuff DIY and you know you can learn your craft by doing it DIY you know uh, I think there's even more opportunity now I mean you've got TikTok now and you've got like Instagram's all visual and you know there's so many more ways to share your stuff than I had when I started out so yeah definitely really like I guess like even the same as like with this podcast like I, you like we met last year this year and like yeah you would have been like you got a bloody podcast what and yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah but when when you get to the point where you want to do something you can you can learn it and there are things that there are just platforms out there now that allow all this creative like to just yes. come out and it's just I think it's like for me even as a the older generation who just I just wanted to chat about music to people um yeah there are things you can go and download to get that done. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's just turning your passion into doing what you love. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, if you love something much like you, like you love music, you've turned it into a passion with like DJing and doing a podcast and mm -hmm. you know, it is, it's just, it comes naturally if you like something enough for sure. Yeah. Thank you for like, that's amazing to hear that you're doing something and that could beat Jules Holland one day. Um, <laughs> <Fingers> <laughs> <crossed>. <laughs> so let's go back to those Cardiff days and maybe even earlier. Um, and let's talk about a couple of records. What was the first record you ever bought with your own money? So I remember the first CD that I bought was um, Dookie by Green Day. Oh. And I remember, and do you know what? I played that from top to bottom. And I, I used to play, um, do you remember SSX Tricky on PlayStation 2? Yeah. Right? Top tier game. So top tier soundtrack. Top tier soundtrack. Absolutely class. But what me and my sister would do as well when we used to play together, we'd like mute, actually mute the soundtrack and we'd play Dookie from top to bottom <laughs> while we were doing it. And we were like, yes, and Longview comes on, like, yeah, I'm going all about the place. And yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, it's just for me, I iconic album that for me like you know green day was the first time i was like yeah this this is i'm gonna get into rock and roll here i think this is gonna ease me in and almost a kind of like early punk you know because it has that kind of political feel to it so yeah it was it was it eased me into my music taste today i'd say green day is probably a big big thing big influence and i hope you don't mind me asking but how what age were you when that came out because that's that's a record that came out in 1994 
So uh, I wasn't born then. So yeah, I, was, I wasn't even born. Literally. I was going to say, you're obviously you're you're younger than me. You've already told us your age. Yeah. So this is an older record and you've grown up and you've got to an age where you're going to buy this record. How old were you? So I think I was about eight because my, so I used to follow my, my sister's about five years older than me. So I used to follow her taste. And at the time she was listening to like the offspring and green day and my chemical romance and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to start like vibing with that. Um, So, yeah. So I think for her, like, I remember she, she, I think it was she because she had the Blink One Eight Two. I remember she had Dude Ranch by Blink One Eight Two, and I loved that album. And I wanted an album that I could buy. And she did introduce me to Green Day. I think she must, it must have been with Kaplunk that she introduced me to Green Day. Um, Let's and drop I, in this, some old school albums. No, that's right old school. That's old school. <laughs> and I think it was one of those naughty ones as well. And I think a friend had copied it for her because I remember the. Um, the front of it was like paper. So it was one of those cheeky ones where like they'd copied the CD and they'd like given it to her. Don't arrest me. Actually, no, you can arrest her. It's fine. She's in Canada. Go it get her. Matter. It's fine. She's fine. Um, And then, yeah, so I, I remember this to Punk and I was like, this is really cool. And then I remember she was like, oh, well, they've got Dookie and that's really good. I don't own that. And I was like, well, I'm going to own it. Uh, so I bought it and it was good. <laughs> a Green Day still a band that you listen to? Because I recently did... Um, well, actually, go back to episode one of this series, and I was chatting to Tom, who's a DJ as well, and we were both at the same Green Day gig this year at uh, the West Ham Stadium. Um, was it the Halamegator? Halamegator. Um, I was there. Tom was there. Tom's a big uh, Green Day fan as well. So, are they still a band you kind of vibe with and check out and listen to I their think- newer stuff? Do you know what? I have to say, I'm not a big fan of their newer stuff. It might be controversial. I'm not, I'm not really been able to sort of vibe with it. And I, I think I'm, I like to go back to old stuff. Like I'm the same with bands like Fallout Boy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I tend to go back to the older stuff. Um, even with Blink-182 is obviously new, new single. It's, 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 it's decent, you know, it's cool, but I, I love the stuff that came before. Um, so yeah, I went to Helen Megator as well um, in Glasgow with one of my friends and I love seeing Green Day live, I have to say. like, But I think the, the beautiful thing about Green Day is they know their fans, obviously yeah. they, they, they've got new stuff, but they know how much like the older stuff resonates. And, you know, and a lot of bands that I've ever spoken to have said Green Day is some of their first influences into music. Um, and you know, and, and they are a special band, and they're just incredibly great live on stage. Like Billy Joe looks, still looks twenty one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's still got a young face. So they, yeah. Uh, yeah, they. I've seen them four times now. Yeah, so good. I think the first time I saw him was in like nineteen ninety nine. Um, wow, that's but, prime. But that's prime. But I, I think they have grown from that three piece in a basement playing horrible clubs in America. And they've become like, they've just become like queen. Whereas Billy Joe's like the front man. He's like one of the best front men of all time. Freddie Mercury arguably was, and Billy Joel is like, is in, is up there. So, and that's how Tom described them the other day. Like we were chatting about it and I was like, yeah, actually, if you look at them, if you watch Green Day Live, he's got that crowd in the palm of his hand. 
massively like i think it was so funny because he even knows the british crowd and what they're like because i think it's obviously we you let's get here we here we here we go i wasn't gonna swear but um he, you know you he's can. Getting, he was getting, you can swear okay you know the chant um and uh yeah he was getting everyone to do that because he knows that that's a british thing and i think you know i yeah he's brilliant i think he I, that is it makes a show or a gig when the front man or even like the guitarist and I mean Trey Cool is amazing on drums, but yeah. um yeah, it's just it's just a show, isn't it? Especially when you're playing for like three hours every Oh night. my gosh. You've, you've got to have something about you than just playing track after track. You've got to have a bit of something. You've got to have the banter because yeah, I mean it must it's more fun on stage otherwise. It must be so boring on stage if you just go from song to song, you know. It's it's, it's like when we're playing for six hours at Campbell Yeah. You've got to have something yeah. in between. <laughs> We're like, hello, everyone. Hello, How's mate. it going? What what's going on out there? You're all good. Good. Have some chat and <laughs> have uh, some chats. Billy Joel is the master of the chat. Absolutely is. Absolutely. Okay, that's a definitely a brilliant response, and I love Green Day <laughs> and I love that record. So brilliant. My next question is uh, the best question. You are flying a wall in a studio for a band creating a record. Um, can you tell us what that is? Oh, that's such a sick question, you know. That is such a sick I've, question. I've had the best responses to this, and every album that people mention is different. And that's I'm like, so good. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Literally, like, for me, because I, I would just always have loved to watch Bowie at work. Like, I just think genius. And hunky-dory i mean just imagine watching life on mars be created like the goosebumps wow. every time i listen to that song anyway i get goosebumps but like it i mean changes as well you've got um hunky-dory you know the whole album is just class and i just yeah it just would have been amazing to be a fly on the wall like just to see life on mars be put together it just would have been incredible and so so good there's no doubt about that um yeah yeah <laughs> I, yeah, there's like it's cool that you've mentioned Bowie because I, I'm really an, annoyed at everybody else for not ever mentioning Bowie. <laughs> Genius, because he, he produces. No, because he like is very hands on with his music and stuff. So I think like just literally, he was not like have a producer behind the glass that you'd see him literally playing stuff and getting involved. It would be so sick, oh. so sick, and. His influence is like probably just have you have any bands come to you and said, Yeah, Bowie is the man? Do you know what? I actually I don't know if I have. I'm trying to remember if I have. I'm sure that they, they probably do, but they just haven't mentioned it. Um, because I know like that, you know, it's, it's a big influence. Um and but yeah, no, I haven't I can't I'm sure they probably they probably do, but they just haven't mentioned it. But I mean, surely, I mean, as somebody who crafts and creates and someone that can create their own persona like that as well with Ziggy Stardust is, you know, and just roll with it. I think he's just yeah. such, his brain is just incredible. Like he's just a forerunner, you know, like a lot of people that, you know, look and try and create that like androgynous look, you know, I'm sure it's, especially people like Harry Styles, you know, you can tell he takes influence in his look and everything. Just thought the whole fashion um, and... Uh... Yeah, every, definitely. About because David Bowie had like all the fashion, all the personas like Ziggy Stardust, yeah. David Bowie, and yeah, he just had just, everything. Yeah, literally, and he and it, he he was the forerunner of it, you know. No one else was doing that at the time, you know. So it's like, yeah, what a what a sick sick. Place. I know it's such it was such a loss to music when when he went massively. So. Yeah, I agreed. And 
like bands, like Nirvana made mm. a Bowie song. There, I almost like apart from Smells Like Teen Spirit. If you go name another Nirvana song, and they go, uh, "Man Who Sold the World." Um, oh yeah, you're like, well, yeah, okay, good, okay, but but mm, see, I I I had to say like. Bleach is one of my favorite albums, though, from um, Nirvana. Like, there's the track School, I could just have on repeat. I just love it. I think with Nirvana, you could just kind of like let yourself yeah. go and you just like, it's a bit, a bit rowdy. But yeah, Bleach, um, I've got that on vinyl and I love, I love giving that a spin. But also, it's, it's cool to like think that like Kurt Cobain was like into Bowie, perhaps. And yeah, um, I'm going to see Placebo on my birthday. No way. Um, that was sick. There's like a whole section in their vinyl box set about how Brian became friends with David Bowie and he's guested on placebo songs like that's and they're okay so they're, cool. they're not so recent but uh, that to me is just like it's like whoa it's just a collab in it I mean a collab and an half like you know just to say like Bowie wanted to work with you is yeah. just mad like imagine imagine that it's the same with like i think i remember when robert smith went on a crystal castles track mm-hmm. and those and he's also in a blink on a blink track yeah he's <laughs> on a blink and do you know what and i forgot that and i listened to blink the other day i was like oh my god i forgot robert smith did this track with but you know he's the king of emo he knows what he, okay. he knows what's going down he, he's that's he's, my he's favorite that. blink album the one yes. on this on the self-titled one and i yeah. think that was just that was crazy that robert smith's on a blink track it's so random it's so random but so sick <laughs> and so one more question about records then okay i got it um yeah so what what is the record that you can play right now and not skip a track oh um so yeah yeah yes are one of my favorite bands of all time and fever to tell is such an iconic album i think for me like it tracked my teen years i think i like loved it like I loved I loved see I, I was this sounds really like but I loved like you know reading music magazines and stuff and Kate um Karen O was always on the front like front cover a few times and I used to think she was class um but fever to tell is just, just flawless from top to bottom it was very that's very tricky though because I um I do love do little by pixies as well and that kind of that <sighs> but that's a that's a top album so sick um and yeah literally so yeah but yeah fever to tell that yeah brilliant album i i love it i, I love yeah 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 i just love the angst do you album. think do you because i love a lot of the yeah yeah, yeah stuff yeah they are obviously like Karen O is like she's a big icon and she, like mm-hmm. we've both DJed for propaganda and they do all yeah. those like screens of like and you get like travis barker and yeah liam gallagher and then and Karen O comes up sometimes, and they'll, and, but the AAS I don't think get appreciated as much as like people sh- that people should love that band. I agree with you. I think they they're like they 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 slip under, don't they? So that's slightly. It's quite it's weird. Like I I don't ever hear people mention them. Like it's a shame because I know people like them, but they just don't yeah. mention them. And I'm like, you know, they've got some fantastic albums and. I like I do you know what? I haven't seen them live though and that that does that does bat- rattle me a little bit I need to see them live <laughs> it's important <laughs> I, I I can't remember if I have I must have been like at a Reading yeah yeah they would have been at a Reading and Leeds early like, 2000s when they might have played the main been. stage and yeah maybe I think as I get older I appreciate them a lot more because like Heads Will Roll is like a big Halloween oh. we spoke about Halloween before we started recording and 
Heads Will Roll is like a huge Halloween track and um and a big DJ one as well. That and a big DJ track. It's, is it's huge. It like yeah. so yeah, maybe they don't get as much love as they probably deserve and credit and no. they they could be one of those most underrated bands. I agree with you. There's 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 more of yeah yeah yeah's to be had, definitely. Go out and search. Go out um, and search them. Um so Louise, thank you so much for coming on and chatting today because it's been cool to see your face again and uh just to to wave on the screen um and i hope maybe next year we might be able to like do another festival together or um if you're out and about and or you might be too busy like doing like bbc iplayer presenting stuff (laughs) just appearing Uh, no yeah it's been wicked to see and honestly i could talk about music all day long so you don't you worry but hopefully yeah we'll be at another festival so i'm sure we we will be i reckon reckon. battling against each other again i might add i'll supply (laughs) the beer again yay (laughs) um before we before we do leave um two more things number one have you got anything at the moment that's coming out that you want to plug like what's going on in your world that is going to be fresh yeah so i mean mainly spill the sound really so we 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 kind of revamped it re we created it so we did pilot and we kind of we worked it um i'm also presenting a a TV show for a esports channel called Jinx. Uh, they're the largest esports um, in the world. They go, they broadcast to like thirty different countries, something mad, um, and that includes like South Africa. They go to there and they go to like Canada and all these kind of different places. So I, I'm, I'm the presenter of a brand new show for that at the minute. So that's really cool. So that's putting my face on the telly, which is great. Um, and yeah, and I'm I'm also streaming. So I stream on Twitch. So I'm a bit of a gamer as well um so i'm starting to get into that a bit more full time um where can people find you on twitch so it's just twitch.tv slash louise schofield so if you just type in louise schofield it should come up um and you'll see my face on there getting scared uh i've seen you playing horror games recently like they are terrifying they do me it's it's fantastic to watch i can't sleep at night but it's fine it's (laughs) comedy so it's okay <laughs> horror game seems to be the one people like apart from like fifa so and but yeah. people love to watch horror streams oh yeah it's just funny i think if you take it as 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 the comic the comedy that it is it is so fun i love watching other streamers play it as well it's so funny so good brilliant and and finally if you were to put your phone on now and hit spotify or any other music streaming out there what what are you listening to what can you recommend oh so um i'm really loving a band called crawlers at the moment they're absolutely smashing it um so good they're like they their streams have just gone absolutely massive and um they've got some absolute banging tunes i love a band called courting as well they're like a post-punk band they're so sick like they've got some big riffs and some big big choruses and you just want to jump around and push about there's also a band called stone from liverpool who are really cool again another kind of like post-punk kind of feel but um such a great vibe like literally they've got a new song called waste and it I, i've got it on repeat at the minute i there just think it's absolutely boss if you want to have a bit of energy out get stone on you won't be disappointed that is fantastic because we are all about the music and getting the music absolutely. out there so that's awesome to hear um Louise, it's been brilliant to chat and I thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. I've had a lot of fun. Um, yes, anytime. Thank you for having me. And we will be in a field next year at some point in the summer. 
doing Watch the sound out. disco. Watch out. We're coming. <laughs> We're this, coming is, <laughs> this has been the Gayfield Gateway podcast. I've been Damo. Thank you so much. Um, my guest has been Louise. Everybody take care. Have a great week and we'll talk to you real soon.